Here we go again! W-G-R-L, where everyone has an eating disorder. <laughs> Radio. Hi, we're here for your listening pleasure. Ooh, Heidi, maybe we should do an ASMR video. We totally should. Yeah, where we're eating and like opening cans. Oh, but my favorite ASMR review is this one. Yeah. You do like sucking dick. It's so good. It's so funny. It's hard to I grab can't my hear cheek. Really well right now. <laughs> I was like, that was the worst one you've ever done. Right, because the music is going. I'm playing a little song that's a little appropriate right now because I'm feeling a little uninvited. <laughs> Wait, Heidi's having some trouble. You can't hear Heidi. What's going on? Talk to me, Heidi. I can't hear what you're playing. You can't hear what I'm playing. Ah, okay. Uh-uh. Maybe we should just draw it. Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me just... Uh, Welcome to the Technical, Technical Difficulties. Difficulties Podcast brought to you by Heidi Ho and Neil <laughs> Davis, where every week we bring to you all the ups and downs and fuck-ups of trying to start and be a creative, amazing podcast team. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can you hear this? I mean, can you hear this? And I can squirt. Duh, because it's me, and I can squirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I think it's just something to do with this, uh, maybe this song or something. So let's just get past That's fine. it. And if it's really good, then I'm excited about it. Well, the song that I'm playing here is uh, a remix of Alanis Morissette's "Uninvited," and uh, you know, I'm feeling well, a little well, uninvited. Well, why don't we get? Why don't we dig a little deeper into that? And tell me why you're feeling uninvited. Well, What's up? It was just it's just funny because Lur is having people over for cards on Friday night. And you know, he told Robin not to come over. And I guess this other guy that's friends with Te- uh with Douglas and Scott named Ted is going to come too. And so Lur was like, "Oh, Ted's coming." I was like, "Oh, good. I can meet Ted. No big deal, right?" So is hold on. Let's really quick. I'm just going to interject. Is Ted someone you've heard about no but not yet seen yeah yes it's interesting well, they, another one of brian's friends no 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 this is scott douglas's friend <laughs> oh okay never mind that then. that lure i trust them that yeah right you trust them not lure <laughs> the lure i expect to have so many imaginary friends i'll never even know how many <laughs> oh god she's got imaginary friends holy I shit i thought ted might have been one of them no so this guy is a friend of Douglas and Scott's, and, and great. I've never met him. I heard that he's been playing cards with them and everything, and I'm like, okay, great. I'll meet Ted. So I guess Lur mentioned to Ted that cards. Yeah, <laughs> Lur mentioned to Ted that Rob and I were going to come over, and I guess Ted had a problem with this because it was going to be too many people, and he didn't know Rob and I. Meanwhile, I'm Does like, you know that Rob's vaccinated. He doesn't know that, and who knows? But I'm like, who is this Ted? And so I've been fucking with Lur, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go on the air tonight, and I'm going to destroy this fucking Ted because he has caused me to be uninvited from a card night, which pisses and me first off. First of all. I don't appreciate anyone that I know uninviting my friends that I know are top tier with the friends having the card game. Right, and... And I am 1,300 miles away. <laughs> yeah, and me and Rob are the most careful. I mean, does he know that I'm sitting in a closet 18 hours a day? Like, I get it. People have their own fears and whatever about COVID. But but Scott texted and said, and Scott's going to call in, I think, tonight. But Scott texted and said that Ted's going to go see his mom on Saturday for two weeks. So, you know, my response to you, Ted, whoever you are, Ted 
Bundy? Who names their kid Ted? Ted Cruz? My response would be, then you shouldn't be leaving your house anyway to go play cards at all. If you're that worried, you should be sitting at home until Saturday, until you get on the airplane to go see your mother, okay, Ted? I'm telling you, if he was named Theodore, he was bred to be a fucking mama's boy anyway. (laughs) Ted. Theodore. Anyway, I'm just was like, I'm gonna meet him one day and be like, mm, oh, you're that bitch, right? Yeah. Well, I told Lur, I said, oh, I can't wait. To, and now I've been texting Lur all day, and I've been like, I hate this Ted. And I've been, I was told Lur, I said, you know what? I'm gonna just switch the narrative here. I texted him and I said, you know what? You can tell Ted that we're not coming over to your house because we don't trust him. <laughs> and who is this Ted that gets to literally? Take the space of you and Rob. I know, but it's fine. He was he was a, a guest <laughs> first, know. and I'm just like busting Lur and Scott Douglas's balls. Uh, just That's fine because I'm going to text the whole group and say, "You want to know who feels uninvited? Me. I feel uninvited." <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. I never get an invitation. I never even get a fucking house party anymore. What the hell has happened? Uh, because COVID has no longer been my friend. Because you are <laughs> um, skiing every fucking day? Hello. Uh, I'll correct you again. It's snowboarding. Oh, sorry. Bitches. Snowboarding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> oh, my God. You went, I am. You went snowboarding let again. let me tell you. I did. And I went for three days. Three days, and you said the powder was amazing. Stupid. It was to my knees. That's crazy. I see you sent me a video, and I was looking at it, and I thought, wow, that is nice. That's that's some that's some good su- powder. And it was funny. I showed my friend that that I actually was snowboarding with, and she was like, oh, that's some cinematography. I'm like, uh, bitch, you were already at the bottom crying about your back hurting. I had to take my own video of myself. So just so you know, peaches i'm getting my gopro set up i'm gonna put that shit on my helmet and i'm gonna start snowboarding with my gopro oh boy (laughs) but i'll tell you i was i think i told you this yesterday it was like i'm 52 right i'm a woman of 52 years and i'm on a snowboard on the mountain i don't know that there's too many of us out there i think a lot of moms might switch back to skis i see women out there but I don't think they're fucking riding snowboards. I believe you. I really do believe I'm, you. You said that. I'm and feeling I, I pretty thought, Becky about it. Yeah, that's great. Hey, can you look at your the dial on your Scarlet and tell me what it's at? You've got it at about an 8 or a 9, right? It has not been touched since last week. Okay. Correct. You're just coming through exactly. really loud, and I just want to make sure we're not distorting okay, well, anything okay. here. So, Pardon me while I check my technical... Well, while you're doing the that, one, well, the one thing I have to look at, the one piece of technical equipment. Well, while you're doing that, I'll let you and everybody else know that I, Rob, doesn't even know this yet. So when uh, he, so when he listens back to the show, he's going to learn about this. It'll be a little Easter egg for him. Uh, but I ordered another one of those 32-inch curved monitors, <laughs> and so I have two now side by side. Like, I'm looking at a wall. It's like a fucking recording studio here. <laughs> That's why you're so happy today. Oh, I've had it all week, and it's been, like, amazing to sit here and work with two 32-inch. start to swallow you, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, my God, it's amazing. It really is amazing. That's cool. So. I feel like, I feel so small and little with my 
laptop. Well, you know, mission <laughs> mission control. You know, we got to have the latest and greatest over here to make sure that that's fine. WGRL Absolutely. is stable and the highest quality, state, state of the art, if you will, state <laughs> of the art. Well, Hattie, how have you been doing? We quit sugar together last week, and I'm dying to know: Did you fall off the wagon? I, on purpose, did not. I didn't either. Fall off the wagon. I didn't either. So, what I will say: So I really tried. So, as you know, I went on a staycation, and I went. I live in Colorado. We had a screaming, fabulous snowstorm where I where I live close to Denver had 24 inches. The mountains had, I snowboarded close to 30 inches of fresh powder for three days. That is insane. Insane. So a lot of times you equate, we have talked about this before you talk about like, you know, it's whether it be you going to DC or me going to the mountains, it's a little vacation, right? Right. So it's time to, Fall off whatever wagon you're trying to be on while you're at home. Yep. So I'm really like m- my commitment to myself, which I should have done maybe in my 30s, but I'm doing it in my 50s, is to try not to really fall off those wagons on my mini vacations or just going and doing some fun stuff. There's no reason I have to fall off my health commitments to myself. Right. So if there was sugar in a sauce that I had right. or something whatsoever, maybe a little agave in a margarita, even though I asked for my bulimic, I'll give you all the ingredients later. I know you're dying for it, but um, I did I not on my, in my own conscious ordering self or buying something. Right. Get any now, sugar. I mean, we agreed that if some sugar's in a sauce or something, we that's okay. And and I told you I was going to take my dextrose, which is my post-workout carb like replenishment uh, drink. Yes, and you said you're going to stick to your Betsy. I disagree with your Betsy, but that if that's the only sugar you're taking, nope. then that's fine. That's good. But my Betsy is not the sangria that's pre-mixed, the Carlos Rossi jug. I've switched to just red wine, watered down with my club soda right here. Thank you very much. With some crystal light fruit punch of that stuff that I had you try when you were here. You put a little bit of the fruit oh, punch into that. Water it down with, sink with uh, the club soda. It is so good. I am so hooked on this. It's so light and I refreshing. I love that for you. Yeah. And I have not eaten, hold on to your hat, one. One? Chewy nerd. Chewy <laughs> nerd. Not one. Woo! I'm giving you a high five. Yeah. Virtually, and, and you know nice what? Work. You know what? I can totally tell. Like, like I just said in the opening, in the opening credits, that here at WGRL, everyone has an eating disorder that we talk about all the time. <laughs> it's like I can thank God because we're really American, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's so funny because you can totally tell a difference when you're not just eating those empty calories. Like, I don't find myself after lunch eating chewy nerds, which then leads to the sugar, the spike in the sugar fall or the drop or whatever it is, the crash. And then I run in there and start trying to find something else to eat. I'm like, oh. It's insane. It is It is a real thing. And if you sit for literally one day to experience that experiment through your body to pay attention to it, yeah. you're like, oh, huh, crazy. There it is. Yeah. It's insane. And that's how fucking America, that's how the snack industry is fueled like a motherfucker. Yeah. And they start your children 
I mean, they start them so fucking early. Well, Avery, I mean, Avery is a, I mean, sugar machine. I mean, she does not want to eat any real food. She wants just sweets constantly. And Keith and Faye have to just keep like saying, you have to eat some some meat and some vegetables before you can have the sugar. And then after dinner, it's like ice cream, candy. Then it's like 30 minutes later, Daddy, can I have a cookie? Daddy, can I have a... Uh, you know, whatever it is that's over there, Skittles or something. I mean, she loves it. And I do too. I fucking love it. I watched, so one of my sisters, the one with the three little ones. So each of them, all three of them, she did zero refined sugar, nothing sugar. If it was sugar, it was only natural. And when she was first for their first year of life. Okay. One full year. So, no, nothing. I mean, in no drinks, in no food. She made their own. Everything was zero sugar. And then they each got um, a birthday cake. You know, that one-year-old quintessential, take that picture. Of course. You know, of the kid with the birthday cake. And usually they scream because they want the fucking sugar. Right. And each of them, none of them had that screaming because none of them had been introduced to sugar. But on their first birthday... And like within a couple months after, to watch those kids, I've watched three young children turn into fucking sugar crazed junkies. That's all they want. Oh, That's really? It. Yeah. Like, and one of them is really bad. He is like, it's almost like he will not eat until, like, he forces regular food down just so he can get something sweet. Jesus. And to try and be that adult, to be like, dude. You can't do this. This is going to... And I try to be like, if you really want to be a soccer player, you can't only do this. You have to... I mean, but they are just... But I remember myself. It didn't matter. Sugar didn't fuck. You could fucking run it off in two and a half seconds. Well, right. But it's crazy to see it. It's, like, it's literally watching... It's watching addicts be uh, created. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it really is. Sugar turns to drugs. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. Well, speaking of addicts, I don't know if you to turn the to turn the lens on something a little more morbid. I don't know if you've gotten <laughs> caught up yet, but you know, I guess this fucking Caucasian domestic terrorist piece of shit in Atlanta that went into three different spas, killed eight people. I guess he had an addiction. He had a sex addiction. Meanwhile, did you see this guy? Did you see how fucking disgusting he is like the thing i was thinking like when i was looking at him is like all of these domestic caucasian terrorists these rioters these maga terrorists whatever that you want to call them active shooters they all fucking look the same they all look the same creepy and scary Ooh, and they've got the same hair that same like scraggly like gross, like oily. They don't even know where to go. They can't even go to supercuts. Oh yeah, pasty white. Like they've never left their parents' basement. Like like it's like a cockroach. Although you said that I'm pasty white, so who am I? Who am I to like talk about someone being pasty white? <laughs> <laughs> pasty white. There's there's one thing about being pasty white and healthy, right. and another thing about being pasty white and maybe wrapped in a little bit of meth. Too much sugar, yeah. no vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just, it's just gross. And just like in a basement, just hate. Oh, it's. And they just are, you can, like their pores, you can just see oh. hatred coming out of their skin. Oh, he, they, he looks inbred. They all look inbred. 
And sorry to all you listeners out there who are inbred, but you know what? There's something just a little bit off. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, I mean, he's just disgusting. But like, how do you have a sex addiction? Has this guy even ever ever even ever had sex? Like, I think I'd probably have a, some kind of a crazed sex addiction too if I probably had only jerked off to it and seen the shit that the internet feeds me and never it's, actually yeah, had it's a porn addiction. Right. That, that's what it is. It's not that, that can't get a human touch. Correct. He's never been touched by a woman, and he only sees what porn has fed him. And porn is not the enemy here. Look, don't get me wrong. Mm-mm. It's disgusting people like him who have never been outside to see the light of day or socialized or something. I don't know what it is. What's the trigger for these people? What what happened to them? But this is just ridiculous. And it just pisses me off that you see all these gun deaths every year. Right, everyone's like shooting stuff up. Like here, every America is opening back up. Right, so here we go. Push, push, re- rewind the tape and push play because now everyone's starting to get shot up. Because that's what we do when everything is opened up. What do we do here in America? We go get our guns and we go shoot up some people. And it's like we have all these gun deaths every year and active shooters, and no legislation gets passed or enacted. But two cases of voter fraud, and now 253 voter suppression laws are on the docket to try to suppress black and minority votes. Like, what is wrong with this picture? Why does no one see this? We, I mean, I fucking hate it here. I've said it before. It's, I'll say it again. The thing is, is the picture is seen, and it is screamed and cried out by so many. And those that need to listen aren't fucking listening because they're just it is also goes down to I've got the power I don't feel like listening because these are the people that are funding whether it's yep my county or my programs or my policies or my paycheck they're just because the thing is I've been thinking about this so much it's nothing new what's happening now has been happening it's it's just it might have it. It might have a new narrative, or there's something new that's happened that brought it to the forefront. But now it's going to start going backwards, and all the shit, the wave. It's a wave, right? It just it comes and it flows and it crashes and then it goes out and then a new. It's it's fucking pathetic. And you are so right about just wanting to leave here because it's never. It's it's fucking not going away. It's not. It's not going away. It's really not. And I saw something. I didn't research it, but I saw someone saying that America is on the brink of collapsing. Like I think the, they compared it to the Roman Empire or some something. But I, I it's like I I look at it and I see like another civil war about to break out. I, there there is such a deep division, and it I had no idea. I guess it kind of goes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago about the drunk wives matter hat and me being kind of like naive to like what is that racist or is it not but like i guess like i am a little naive to an extent because i had no idea that there was this much deep-seated racism that is the driving force behind all of it and i i guess i just didn't really understand it until trump came and gave him all a platform i just didn't see it oh it's real <laughs> it is and and you know it's because a lot of times I feel like I don't want to f- sound like I'm fucking jumping on a soapbox because of my life. And I'm not saying right. me, but right, you see it where I see it, how I live, my husband. And I thought, you know, it, it, it's hard. And I'm not, and I never want to judge and say someone doesn't know as much, but 
you might have a little bit of a different feeling with stuff. Like I think things might have just hit home a little different for you. Right. Yeah. With your family. Yeah. And, you know, you nieces and nephews and like things just kind of changed a little. Yeah. Yeah. And you get it's be it. You feel it in your gut different. Right. And you're like, this shit is real and different. Real like, what the fuck? It's scary. I mean, <laughs> Faye has heard. Faye has heard comments about two, you know, and people behind her back. She's heard people saying stuff about, oh, she, she, some, she brought the virus here or something like that. She said one day at Target or something, she heard someone say something behind her back. And I mean, it's scary. You look at this shit and it's like, you know, if you got Faye and uh, Avery and KJ. It's like, it's fucking, it's bad. It's, it's- it's it's bad. It's really bad. And that's where you look at it and and you see you're, you it always comes to that like oh that's not going to happen to my family. Right. And that's where I'm like I mean I just I go out a little differently. Right. I have for years. I I go where I go with my husband a little differently. Right. Well, I don't know if you watched any of this news conference with this fucking bastard Jay Baker, Captain Captain Jay Baker. Of the Atlanta Police Department. Did you, I don't know if you watched. I pulled two clips of this piece of dog shit. Because what he said is just so upsetting. But but I guess in this first one, he talks about this this um, uh, Robert Long, the the the, um, the the killer. He talks about his addiction to sex and and why he he needed to eliminate that temptation. And I mean, it, it just this clip and the next clip is just the most offensive fucking thing you could ever hear. And this guy, I guess, is being taken off the case and suspended or something. So listen, Thank listen to God. this fucker. I know, but that's not good enough. It's like I we know. react. It's like we react to on a case by case basis. Like, do something about this. Yeah, do. <clears throat> yeah, let me that's go into exactly a little bit detail. It. So, what? No, no, no. It's like that's exactly it. Do something. They're not going to ever fucking do anything. No. Yeah, let me go into a little bit of detail. So the suspect did uh, take responsibility for the shootings. Um, he uh, said that early on once we began the interviews with him. Um, he claims that these, and as the chief said, we know this is still early, but he does claim that it was not racially motivated. He apparently has an issue uh, that he considers a, a sex fiction and Liar. sees these locations as something that allows him to to um, to go to these places and and it's a temptation for him that he wanted to eliminate. Um, like I said, it's still early on, but those, those were comments that he made. Right, and listen to him just like, it's, it, it comes back to, it's, if this guy was not white, he would be labeled as a murderer, a terrorist, uh, you know, everything in the book. He would be called everything. And this guy's up there just basically making excuses for him. And in this next clip, this is, I think, the one that just, I, I just, I don't get it. I just, I just don't get it. He, he literally says the guy just had a really bad day. He killed eight people, and this is his bad day. Um, when I, when we, I spoke with investigators, they interviewed him this morning, and I, uh, they got that impression that, yes, he, he understood um, the gravity of it, and he was pretty much fed up and it been kind of at the end of his rope and um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him and this is what he did. So if I'm at the end of my rope and I'm having just a really bad day at the end of my rope. Yeah. Then it's fine. Is eight the number of people I get a murder? Right. And it's okay? That's and okay. I'm going to admit it. 
Yeah. And I'm going to say, oh, my God, what I did was wrong. Sorry, I killed eight people. I was at the end of my rope and I had a bad day. That fucking captain needs to be hung. He does. He really does. I'm sorry. It's like it's that whole. (laughs) It's like when you look at the shooter and then you look at the what that motherfucker said right. and that what's the chain of all of those people just put them all in prison together let them just fuck each other out right i mean like i i just don't know anymore because it's so it's so deep it's so entrenched it's so ingrained you said it you said it last week on the show you said the queen owns the blueprints to white supremacy. Right. She does. And right. So it has been there for so long and handed down as we created as not we, me, but as right. Americans, as we created this country. So why anybody expects it to be different and why anybody expects it not to be literally ingrained into ever, especially into any sort of powerful institution right, or an institution that, has power or some sort of leadership it's, and they're going to side somewhere yeah and it always goes to the fucktard white guy so fuck him yeah and did you it's s- like like you said the guy did you see the picture of the officer i mean but he looks like a white supremacist himself and so much it's so disgusting disgusting what so, was and this was in atlanta correct right it was in atlanta right. this is where he took care of, so it's always interesting to see like what county and where it happened right he um so much so he posted a picture on Facebook at at some point during COVID, with of a T-shirt, blaming quote unquote China, for the COVID pandemic. So you know I guess as people have searched for Captain Jay Baker and have found his racial leanings out on full display for everyone to see. So only because of that, I guess, and because of his portrayal of the killer's bad day, is he being taken off the case. He should lose his job and never get to work again. Eat a fucking huge ass piece of shit. Right. Choke on it till you die. I don't I don't care. I I I just don't care. It's horrible. I hope you get raped every day. Right. For the rest of your life in prison. You don't just like you're just done. You need to be stripped of everything. But you're, I hope you're just finished. But I hope but you're not. That, that's the fucking shitty part. Yeah, well, you're that's just going to get transferred somewhere else. Right, and that's the problem. And you said when I we kind of talked about this for a second on the phone the other night that you said, "Well, please tell me he didn't kill himself. Please tell me they caught him." And yes, that's all great and everything. But my thing is, so now we get to support him and give him a great life in prison, like TV, internet. Phones, right. Facebook. What do you want? Oh my God! Did you want to have a fucking lover? Get ready. To, I mean, what do you want? Right. We're gonna give it to you. I, and I know I go back and forth, but I just mean like, I don't know what I mean anymore. It becomes really hard when you're. Uh, I I feel there are times, Neil, that I feel the weight of this shit. And yes, I'm white. Duh. I sound white. Got it. I'm white. But, uh, but, you know, I'm just trying to say, like, I'm not trying to say I can side with or I understand. I will never understand. But I can 
I've got enough fucking sense to know that these motherfuckers are doing wrong. Not the people doing the deeds, but the motherfuckers that keep them alive. The cops that say, oh, he was having a bad day. Right. The chauvins that, you know, the the city of Minneapolis is going to fucking pay, you know, $37 million to, you know, George Floyd's family. What's going to happen to Chauvin? Right. I really want to know. They're not talking about that. No. They're just talking about the money. They're just talking. So is this guy going to do a couple few years? Like, it's that shit. It just, and he just got transferred. How many transfers are going to keep happening? How many times is somebody going to get lo- be taken off of a force to be put on another force? Right. It's just a perpetual problem. And it has been in politics and being fought by so many for so long and nothing fucking happens nothing and i sorry i'm i'm spouting off and i get pissed and it just makes me fucking mental and it may i thought about it a lot in the last 48 hours about fuck it leave the country (laughs) and then i I was like well what does that do i mean am i supposed to am i supposed to be fighting a good fight or just say fuck it we are moving Is it any better anywhere else? I don't know. I'm going to go build a little fucking shack in fucking paradise and be like, fuck y'all. And I'm leaving to a country where there is no standing army. Suck a dick. I don't care. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to go watch birds, play in the fucking waterfalls, and swim in the ocean. See ya. (laughs) I'm ready for my house in Greece. I'm telling you, I want it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to go there. That's fine. But you get yours in Greece and come visit us in fucking Costa Rica and we're yeah. going to work back and forth and we're going to fucking rent each other's places. That's out. right. I just. I'm serious. I am. I start to feel very. I start feeling very closed in. And then I yeah. have a husband that just has this heart that's bigger than the fucking state that we live in. Right. And he's very. This is. Just, and it's very interesting because he's like, oh, this has been happening forever. I'm like, I know it has, but at what point is it going to fucking change? When there's a massive civil war or something happens, there's going to be a tipping point, and it's not going to be good. I don't want to be here for that. I know. But, you know, like, it's like I was thinking about, you know, he's saying he has a sex addiction. It's like it's such so, so disgusting. But, like, I'm, like, sitting here thinking, can you imagine what is on his computer? Can you imagine what disgusting material is on his computer? And you know what the problem is? He finally go had to go kill people because his he has penis carpaccio. Correct. He's jacked it off so hard that it's like almost whittled down to nothing. It's like a bloody fucking fucking finger bone. <laughs> no, no, I'm like, right. It's literally penis carpaccio. Yeah. He can't touch it anymore, so he had to just go be pissed off. And I just okay. I'm going to yes. go with change well, the subject. <laughs> well, no, just, I mean, a couple more things. I was talking about the the different laws that have been passed. You know, all these gun deaths. No laws have been passed about gun gun uh, legislation. But, you know, the voter fraud cases are basically been all debunked. But we've got 253 new laws on the docket to kick, take care of all of, you know, that big problem. And, you know, it's like I've been kind of keeping up with some of the, the things that are that have been brought up in Georgia. <clears throat> and... Yeah, one of the things that they do on Sundays during ele- during the election is they do this thing called souls to polls, where everyone gets to vote at church on Sunday. So they're passing <laughs> legislation to eliminate voting on Sunday. Um, water and food in some of these in some of these bills, water and food cannot be passed out to the people that are standing in line. Chairs cannot be used or provided by waiting in line. So, like, they're, they're why don't they just say? Uh, we don't want black people to vote. 
right? Like they're they're eliminating voting on Sunday. Uh, you know what, what else? <laughs> Isn't it so? You it's so transparent. You know <laughs> it's so apparent. But you know how there's this big thing now on the internet. They're like, tell me how it is without telling me you don't want black people to vote. Tell me how you don't want black people to vote. Right. You just said it. No chairs, no food, yeah. no water, no Sundays. Everything that they put in place so that the enfranchised, so that people that were not allowed to vote could actually begin to have a voice, they're stripping it away. Yeah. And it's only so it, – it's so – I I how – how far backwards do you want to step? How far backwards do you want to live? How do you feel? How, how is it that it, I mean, are you so afraid of the world or of the country having progression and equality? How, what is it that you're so afraid in your heart of hearts and in your mind? Right. That you are going to be crushed as a scared. white man. I've said it before on this show. They are so scared. They are scared to fucking death. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, we could my we could go down this rabbit hole, but um, let's talk. Since to, we're going down it, <laughs> since we are going down it, and we're going off. But you know, it's important to talk about this stuff. It's fucking crazy. Agreed. And uh, we have a voice. Not, you know, not a lot of people hear it, but we do have a voice here. So why not use it to to talk about the important things and not just your pussy. I mean, I have some thoughts about that too. <laughs> well, so I was I was listening back because, you know, we're still young podcasters, you know, really trying to <laughs> help and change and inform the world and inform the world about what's going on in just our little corners of life. And I said, huh, interesting. Anyone listening to this really knows that <laughs> all Heidi is about is meat curtains. I have a really wet <laughs> pussy and I can squirt. I was like, wow, maybe uh, my partner that's living in the uh, up in the state of the art studio needs to maybe get a few new drops of me, not just <laughs> so I can squirt. Oh, I've heard so many times my pussy. I have a really wet ass amazing. pussy. <laughs> And I can squirt. <laughs> I mean, you're maybe you're right. We do need some new drops, but those are just so good. I mean, who? Oh, classic. I mean, who could? Who cannot get enough of? I might be a little wet downstairs. <laughs> I mean, I mean that is amazing. I, that is a really good one. You know what else is? I mean, I think that'll live forever. Play that at my funeral. Right. You know. You know what else is amazing? My pussy's amazing. <laughs> I have been told. Many times, my pussy is amazing. I'm told. Oh my! I'm God. told all the time how fucking wow. amazing my pussy is. All right, we'll find you some new draws. I'll go through and listen with a with a very acute ear, and I will try to find some new drops of you talking. Maybe a different way of talking about your pussy. How about that? <laughs> I'm just gonna stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody already knows. Jesus. No wonder Rita stops listening. He's like, uh, I'm only listening to. Things about your pussy. That's all I'm like. You're the one that tells me all of these things about it. So what do you want me to do? Right. You're the one that's telling me all the time how great my pussy is. <laughs> Stop telling me that. I won't tell everybody else. <laughs> all right, Heidi. Let's talk to some people. We have our first caller on WGRL. Let me ask Scott to Stop unmute. It. We do. We have our first caller. Scott is uh, joining us here. Uh, is, it Scott, hey. is, is it Scott H? 
This, yes. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Welcome uh, to WGRL. Am you're, I the first caller, really? You're the first caller on WGRL. Oh I've been binging. Oh I've my... been binging. I'm in, uh, you know, I'm working backwards, so I'm on episode 10, I think. Are you? That's good. Wow. Yeah. You're about yeah. ready to get to where it kind of is bad. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to give him a warning that, yeah, you're getting to a section that could possibly be a little painful. You might want to get to five get and to just it? call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, there's, when we first started our adventure, so everyone, this is Scott. Scott is the um, creator of Tasty Turkey, everyone's favorite Thanksgiving mascot. So yes, you I'm to... sure everybody sings that at Thanksgiving by now. Exactly. I mean, who doesn't love tasty turkey? And you know what tasty tur- turkey loves? A wild turkey Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, who owns that domain? I do. You do. Um, who owns that story? I do. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we we listened back to you know some of our older shows, and there's some that are a little long. <laughs> when we start getting on a roll, there's like I think there's one that's like two hours long. I think that's your first one. I haven't gotten to that one yet. But you know, <laughs> listen, I've told you I listen to 1.5 speed, so you know it, it's snappy. Yeah, how do you listen to that on 1.5? How do you do I, that? You know, you guys are talking way too slow right now. <laughs> Oh, interesting. You see you guys like chirp, 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 chirp. So what I really wanted to tell you, Scott, was how much excited I am about you calling in, and I really can't explain it. (laughs) Oh, and the and the other thing I have, I I would like to uh, offer up is that your your favorite Ricky line, um, favorite Delta line is actually was actually sputtered, uh, 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 pronounced by by Heidi. Oh, what did the holiday? No, which was a great one. Actually, I had never heard before. It was it, it was. What are we going to do when Madonna dies? Oh, God. We're just supposed to just, like, go kill Ricky. We have to murder Ricky because he won't be able to handle it. What was your quote, Heidi? I I can't remember. I think I just said... (laughs) We I have to Ricky murder Ricky. First. Oh, oh right. right. I hope Ricky dies first because he can't handle it. <laughs> he can't. Well, Ricky said years ago, Delta, Madonna, that years ago that we should, if we find out that Madonna dies, that we should just walk up to her and just put a gun to her head and just blow her brains out. because, And she'll know why. Just don't explain it. Just do it. And she'll yeah. know why. No explanation needed. It will not be, it will not be American terrorism. <laughs> yeah. It will be an asked for Yes. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so, uh, so I will tell you, Scott, that don't get to episode one because our first one, yeah. Um, I had about six to ten hours of bawling therapy after <laughs> listening to myself the first time. Why? I, oh, it was the first time I had heard myself and I lost my shit. Well, it's a little, Literally. it's difficult to, when you, we first started doing this, and for anyone who listens to their own voice, it's really hard to become, get comfortable on the microphone. and Without judging everything yeah. that comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Well, but Scott, when you come yeah. to the WGRL studios, you'll see, because Gretchen talked a big game. Right, like Gretchen thought, oh, she's gonna, I'm gonna be better than Heidi. I'm gonna go up to New York and I'm gonna just crush her. But then we sit her down in front of the microphone, and she completely just froze up. She really didn't say anything. <laughs> Turned into timid Terry. Totally. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that was possible. Right. <laughs> right. Well, we were talking earlier before you got on the phone and joined us uh, yeah. about about Ted because I, I just totally made a bit out of it because I thought it was just hilarious that. Uh, that because Lur was so funny when he was telling me that that Ted didn't want us to come over there because he was worried about COVID, <laughs> and so and 
And first of all, I'm asking, who is this Ted? First of all, if I don't know him, he is not level one friend. I said, who is this Ted? <laughs> so anyway. He's an old friend of ours, and uh, we started playing. We had him over a couple times, uh, and Lur came over. And uh, and so we all just uh, became friends and started playing cards together. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it was a better I mean, story. No, I know. Are you playing? I was like, is that? I put air bunnies around cards. Is it actual cards? It is actual cards. cards? Of of, of all people, you should understand the joy of playing cards. Right. Well, I know, but sometimes I have to make sure if that's if cards isn't code word. Right. She thought that y'all were like having this was code word for like some sex party. I think. I'm like, (laughs) honey, I don't think so. I mean, I know it wasn't, but it would have been fun. Douglas and and Brian. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, uh, (laughs) honey, listen to what you're saying. uh, Okay, I don't even want to picture that. But it was funny to think about. I mean, it's funny to say. So there. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all that matters, right? So I'd like to hear a little recap from, like, really maybe our first super fan that's been burning through WGRL radio. I have, I have, yeah. You know, I'm a I'm a connoisseur of podcasts because, you know, I'm a designer. So I there's there's parts of my brain I don't use quite a bit um, when I'm drawing and stuff. Uh, when I, I don't have to think when I'm doing technical drawings and stuff. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. Well, good. You're you are our target audience. Oh right, 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 right. Um, you know, I have I have plenty of thoughts. I don't know if you want to hear any of them, so I haven't. Uh, unless you ask me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything. But oh, I am. Just I want to hear some thoughts. You guys have. I, I'm blown away. You guys have made thirty some odd episodes. I'm, I'm blown away. You guys have made any episodes in the sense that you had this dream and you did it, and it's like quality shit. I'm I'm totally impressed with you guys. Thank you. No, it's fun. I mean, we've said that. We wanted to do it just for fun, and we, you know, if as long as we're having fun doing it, we're going to just keep doing it. What the hell, you know? You should. I, I love it. I absolutely love a project like this. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah, thank is you. My, is my main thought. Well, thank you. And you are the first super fan. I <laughs> love yeah, exactly. it. Hadi, we have we have a we have an actual super fan. <laughs> well, I think you know what? I think we need to number I think we need to number them. Oh, you can like, be number 1. Like Heidi, like yeah. Heidi on the boat wanted to be the the first woman. Though she was <laughs> right. she, she was double one because she was 11. I was number 11. All oh, right. <laughs> You know, I was just listening to an episode um, where you, you guys were talking about, it must have been episode 10 or 11, where you guys were talking about uh, Heidi had been to the cock bar. And, oh. Neil, you were asking if she'd been downstairs. Right. And Heidi was like, I know where I, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, wanted. And I know where I'm not I welcome. That, well, I was just thinking, well, that's why Heidi keeps getting invited back. Yeah. That, like, I will go on a gay cruise with you for the rest of my life, Heidi, because it's like, you know exactly what to do, when to do it. Um, you know, it's like, push in or pull out. Yeah. So to speak. Well, she and, does. You, or you know, go like, to your own you balcony. Down. She does. She really does. She is, she's a great, uh, uh, what is it? What do we, what's the non-derogatory Boyer? term? Boyer. Boyer. Well, right. I was going to say, what's, what do people say? Homo honey? Because you're not a fag hag. I refuse to call you a fag hag. I think I'm that a is. a fairy princess. Yeah. I mean, I refuse to use that terminology for you. No, because I'm not that. Right. 
I'm not a beard. I have my own. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, is Douglas there? Was is he around? Is he? Uh, is he at oh, W? He's, he's downstairs doing manly things. He's patching, patching things, and sanding and painting and stuff. Oh, oh he's so butch. That so, he is so butch. Is so he was. Butch. I mean, he was like. I think this last weekend we were at the farm, and he he poured like 800 pounds of concrete underneath the porch. Jesus, I mean, it's just like crazy and i feel like i'm crocheting on the inside i'm so emasculated <laughs> did you fan him did i i'm sorry did i what did you fan him to cool him off <laughs> <laughs> yes in the peeled grapes and everything yes oh, wonderful <laughs> well i would like to do this like is there a question is there a burning question within your loins that you have for wgrl radio hosts <laughs> no, i've known you guys long enough i've already asked those questions no i've just i'm just thrilled to be uh i'm thrilled to be the number one super fan and i just wanted to stake my claim as being the first caller as well so um you know mission accomplished you did and you have you have staked your claim you have landed on the moon and planted the flag <laughs> yes I, I peaches was the first call in but uh you know i'm the first caller oh right no no you are the you are the first caller like caller caller like on the zoom setup and everything all right i'll take that i'll take and you sound that it sounds really good you sound really good which is great yeah and you're gonna be able you're gonna be able to make t-shirts that prove this (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah i'll be uh, maybe i'll start stalking you guys Right when we go on tour, and, you can be uh, you can go with us, and you can be like coordinating. I'll be, I'll be a roadie, yeah, yeah. A roadie. Like I would love to just have a T-shirt that says "Number Eleven Cruise Camp." <laughs> <laughs> we got to do that again. We got to plan that again because, like I was, I think I texted you guys earlier. We could we could make several episodes out of costume planning alone. Oh yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you by the time we're ready for that, Neil and I are going to have a booth, and WGRL Radio is oh, going yeah. live with Atlantis. Baby. You could totally roam around to be the roving reporter, Heidi. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And we want to do like go to MAL and have a booth at MAL, and we just want yes. to do a live show in That's a booth. That's your target market right there. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You just need to be in the the mart downstairs. You know, next right. to the cock rings and um, and and leather and rubber. I think it would be and hysterical. Masks. And the the. Dog pit. What do they call it? The the, the puppy, puppy pound. pound. The puppy. puppy pound. The puppy play pen. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can oh, inter- yeah. we can I have mean, Delta come over and interview Delta when she's fucking wasted <laughs> in 100%. her in her dog head. Oh my god, that would be gold. <laughs> that would be gold. <laughs> well, so I will ask. Name, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna task our number one fan, our number yeah. one super fan, with a little like talk it up. We need some we need some talk up on the WGRL radio, and uh, I know you've got some inside tracks on. Mal, I know you're you're a man of the people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make sure you spread the word. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, I would say that and Mamp are the two best parties in DC. Oh they yeah. Are. Oh yeah. And it's going to happen again. I hear this year. So, uh, but more on that later. Right. I I've got my ear to the ground because I know you love those updates. Oh, I love me some. I love me some news. That's right. Awesome. Well, it was awesome hearing your voice. Thanks for calling in, caller. I love you <laughs> guys. Thanks for I'll being be number one. All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Keep stalking. Bye, Scott. Well, how about that for caller number one? I know. He just wanted to stake his claim. There you go. You staked, I love that. You staked your claim, girl. 
That was fabulous. Oh, and I love it because when I asked him to unmute, I guess because he's using the Zoom app or something on his phone, it just unmuted immediately. Whereas I think when Peaches, we had her in as a guest, she called in on her actual phone using the phone number. And so that woman has to go, the host has asked you to unmute. (laughs) And then she has to push the button so it takes time. So I noticed that when I said I asked him to unmute, it was like, boom, immediately. So that's good. So everyone call in. We're set up. Look at that. Speaking of moon landing, we just had another moon landing. First spontaneous caller on WGRO. On March 18th, 2021. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was really funny just listening. It, I was trying. I was cracking up as I listened back to our, um, as I listened back to our show and listening to the whole conference call, Zoom video conference calls. And I was cracking oh. up at, at Unpack. Unpack. And how much I just... I can't stand it, and I hear it more, and of course, I just heard it on the news again, yeah. and it makes me mental. So I looked up, unpack thesaurus. I was like, how could how could we say it differently? And it's so it's so uninteresting. All it comes up with is take out, right, unload, empty, and then unlaid. And I was like, maybe you should start using unload at work unload that's that sounds like it is like a sexual connotation i know but isn't it funny <laughs> i'm gonna because then I, <laughs> that's like i'm gonna unload inside of you yeah but i think you should try it a little bit because then i no, started to I laugh at talk like, like as that. you were talking about them and how i realized that i don't have any of that jargon like yeah I didn't take the class nope. to be that person to say those things to sound like that and i'm like maybe that's why i can't get a job <laughs> no you do not want to sound like that no one should and if you, i know if but you, you do, know what i'm saying yes i mean it's uh, I was just cracking up. super <laughs> fucking annoying um i wanted to talk to you about this new makeup collaboration between chipotle and elf eyes lips and face i don't know if you saw this but it's all the rage and i guess uh chipotle has done a collaboration with them before but this one is super cute. I mentioned this to Lur, and he just rolled his eyes and was like, what are you talking about? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I said, it's super cute. you got to look at it. So I sent him a picture of it, and what it is is basically an eyeshadow palette. Here it is. I'll put it up on the camera. But it's just an eyeshadow palette, which I'll explain. Mm-hmm. And then there's mm-hmm. a chip bag that you put it all in, like a, like a, one of those brown paper bags, but it's, yes. like, but it's plastic. And the, yeah. and the beauty blender is the big beauty blender is an avocado, and the little beauty blender they give you is the seed of the avocado, and so you put them together. Shut up. It looks just like an avocado. It is so cute. and so My niece will go mental for that. It's great. I mean, I think it's a great branding idea. I mean, it's probably not the best makeup in the world, but it's Elf is a great brand that a lot of the drag queens use, and it's I've watched a ton of people. I mean, it's all the fucking rage on YouTube and all the channels that I watch uh, of people using this and sitting down and doing their makeup with the Chipotle makeup palette while they're eating Chipotle. And one That's of them... That's really cool. It is cool. And one of them was Trixie and Kim Chi did a tutorial together, and they both had their, their Chipotle. And it was super cute. They, I mean, they're great. I mean, Trixie, I know you like her and you watch her on that... Um, what is it? 
what's the show you on her her it's just uh after um, it pit stop pit stop pit stop so i know that you love her and i love her too but when i was watching this i was just like oh god girl you're kind of annoying the shit out of me she like doesn't shut the fuck up like it's constant see so yeah i get that but when i watch her it's a back and forth so i at least get the Trixie comedy but she's yeah. back and forth with another queen so it's not like all Trixie all the time Right, but it was Kim Chi but, was there too, but it was like she was just was just it was just a little too much. She needs to pull back on the gas. But anyway, back to Kim the makeup Chi. palette. She's so quiet and cute. <clears throat> she's amazing. She's just so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh the makeup is great because they took basically the fixins bar and created the palette. There's lettuce, there's guac, there's corn salsa, which is like a yellow glitter, mild salsa, it's like a pink, pinto beans, which is like a terracotta for like you're doing your crease. White rice is of course white. Brown rice, purple is the fajitas, the sofritas is like a copper, and the hot salsa is obviously like a red, and the green salsa is like a sage. You know, so it's it's you know does That's anyone really want cool. does anyone want to have like a it's like if you really want to have like a green and brown moment, it's great, but you know it's green. Not, not a lot of people can pull off green on the eye. Yeah, but green is super hot right now. It, it is, is like back in the color of it's it's the color of the year. Between yeah. last year and this year, I mean, it goes for another. It's it's green is green is in. It is, and I've actually started using a lot of green, as you know, in the bedroom. <laughs> yes. So I've actually been working on. I've actually tested a little bit of green, even in eyeshadows, and it's so bizarre. It reminds me of like in the seventies and eighties. My mom always had some green eyeshadow, and I was like, "It's so green." I love it. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't work. That in blue. It's great. Yeah. Speaking of the bedroom, Rob and I <clears throat> went last weekend and did some fabric shopping down in Chelsea. <laughs> or, I mean, sorry, down in Soho. We wanted to look at some fabric samples at this place called, I, I say the name of this wrong, Safa Via, S-A-F-A-V-I-E-H. It's a big furniture store. And, you know, he was just like in such a, I don't know, bad mood about just in general having to buy fabric because he knows it's going to be expensive. <laughs> and we have some tall ceilings. We have 13 feet foot ceilings or 12 foot. And... He was just sitting there at the table. The lady was nice. She got us the big books out. Like there was like five books. Remember, you were with us when we went there the first oh, time. Oh, it's that place. That place, right? When you were here. Oh, it's fabulous. Right. Oh my god, I could have sat there with you for four hours and looked at fabric. I know. And so she got it all out. Right. We went back. I said I wanted to go back and look at it. We went back, and Rob just sat there and just the only thing he did is he opened up the thing. And just looked at the price list in the back. And I just like was getting so pissed. I'm like, dude, mm. can you offer something? It's just like what you talk about with Rita and like with your significant other, like trying to do certain things is just together. It just doesn't it doesn't work. But work. usually we're really good, but there was just something about the chemistry that day of us trying to to look at these fabrics together. And when it comes down to it, there wasn't a lot of great fabrics to you know to really that I wanted to get samples for, but I did find three good ones, and she was super nice, and she ordered them. She emailed me. The fabrics have been ordered, but whatever. So we get outside, and we're just I'm just like, can you offer something? Like just something? Can you say something? And we're standing on the streets of Soho, and he's like, <laughs> What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Y'all don't even ask me my opinion anyway. And so we're like getting the scooters back up together, like he's putting the his he's putting his upright, and I'm putting mine upright, and I'm just standing there, and I'm like, Well, what do you want to have an opinion about? Where would you go for curtains? And he was like, The shade store. And I go, Fine, then go to the shade store. Where is it? 
And he's like, right here. And I was like, fine, go, go, go to the shade store. And so off we go. And I'm like half laughing at this point because it's like hysterical because we're screaming about fucking <laughs> curtains. I mean, this is first world problems. This is America problems when you're having a fight over which luxury tapestry to order for your bedroom curtains. I mean, it's a little embarrassing. Yes. And I say this yes, it because it's embarrassing. And I'm throwing myself under the bus by, <laughs> by telling this story because it's so fucking ridiculous. But it was funny because, of course, you know, we do that and we just go and we end up laughing about it and it's over and whatever. So, And then you pick what you want and those are the curtains that get on. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then, and then you know what? Then he looks back at it and he's like, oh, that's right. Oh, the other thing he said is he goes, there's no plan. There's never a plan. And I said, there is a plan. Peaches did this entire rendering of the bedroom and had it. It's amazing. It's amazing. She gave the, the guy all of the, the different things, the textures, the fabrics, the everything. She gave it to this artist that she has do all of her renderings. And he created her vision. On paper. And I'm like, you have a vision. It's right there. You have the plan. It's right there in front of you. He's like, then order the curtains that she picked out. Order them. I don't give a fuck how much they cost. I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden, nothing matters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then you said, did you need to go to the Nespresso store? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And then it's okay. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, Rob loves the Nespresso store. He. It's a happy place for him. He does love the... Um... He does love his coffee. <laughs> Roger Starbuck. Yes. He loves his Roger Starbuck. Roger Starbuck. <laughs> oh boy. Did you oh, um geez. did you see uh Trump on Maria Bartiromo? What happened to her? What the I did not. You talked about that a little bit and like I told you, I have been I went to the mountain and I had powder on my brain, powder on my snowboard. I was just like, I'm out. And I just well, went to the mountain and I literally, for almost four days, like zero news. That's, yeah, that's actually great. When I mentioned the the shooting, you didn't know about it, which I, you know, that's fine. I think it's great. I've really tried to disconnect from the news, but when this popped up, I got it. Oh, I, yeah, I saw big. I saw something that that I think is relevant for us to talk about here. But but I don't know what happened to Maria Bartiromo. I used to be kind of into the stock market and, and fancy myself as much as I could, like a day trader. And by day trading, I was not like selling short and stuff like that. But I would you know buy stocks and wait for it to go up and then sell it. This was like years ago when I was in college. But I would get up and I used to read Fortune magazine. Like every issue, cover to cover. This. Like I was young and I was reading Fortune fucking magazine, which I'm like still impressed that I used to do that because I learned a lot of shit from it. I and, was going to say, I bet you learned a lot. Oh, a ton. Like during the internet bubble and everything, I was up in the mid of that shit, like loving it, lapping it up. And so I used to get up and watch Maria Bartiromo. And I think it, it wasn't Squawk Box, but it was like one of those early morning stock market shows before the for, before the bell and I used to love her, and I used to love these other two guys that she used to do it with, and I can't remember their names. But I'm like, I listen to her now, and like how much she's become like this right wing nut. And it's that goes back to what I said a while ago about these people having a platform that Trump has given them. And I'm like, you know, these people didn't just turn into these people overnight. Like they they existed. Maria Bartiromo is who she is. Before Trump came along, he just gave her a, a a safe place, if you will, to be her real self. So listen to this. He's he. This is where he's telling the interview went on for a good twenty five minutes. I guess he's now trying to go to his 
his allies like Sean Hannity and her and try to get his message out because he doesn't have Twitter. So here he is. Here, here he's talking about the vaccine, which is pretty funny in that COVID's a joke, but you should get the vaccine. So, so, Mr. President, I know that you received the vaccine. Mrs. Trump also got the vaccine. Would you recommend to our audience that they get the vaccine then? I would. I would recommend it, and I would recommend it to a lot of people that don't want to get it, and a lot of those people voted for me, frankly. But, you know, I, again, we have our freedoms, and we have to uh, live by that, and I agree with that also. But it's a great vaccine. It's a safe vaccine, and it's... Uh, Something that works. and It's, yeah. So he's telling all of his people to get the vaccine, which is, you know what? Well, uh, that I'm okay right. with. He should be. Because what's end up going to happen, what's going to end up happening is half of the country's going to get it, and the other half is going to be those fucktards that won't get it, or they're uh, anti-vaxxers, or there's these weirdo Trump, whatever it is, and they won't get it. So sad enough, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but if enough dumbasses listen to that message and get it, just get the fucking vaccine. And that's a good thing. Right. Yeah. It is a good uh, thing that he as, said it. And that they have to use him to say that because, you know, he was the one that didn't want to get it. Of course. And then he went and did it privately. Of course. Right. Fucker. Fucking piece of shit. But a piece of shit. <laughs> Here he is talking about his uh, future in 2024 and the potential of who his running mate might be. And this is the really this is the part I really wanted to get to. As we wrap up here, Mr. President, what what was your take on Meghan Markle uh, now saying she uh, meeting with Democrat operatives? She may want to run for president. Well, I hope that happens because uh, if that happened, then I be I think I'd have a an even stronger feeling toward running. I'm not a fan of hers. Uh, I think that what she talks about the royal family and the queen. I happen to think I know the queen, as you know. I've met with the queen, and I think the queen yes. is a tremendous person. And I am not a fan of Meghan. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, because you know the queen so well. Exactly. That's what I was like. What the fuck? Shut. Uh, and you know what? He kind of <laughs> talks. He kind of talks like Paula Watt, that pastor I love to play for you, where it's like the, there's like fragments that come together. Like if you notice, he starts with the thought, and as you know, and then I know the Queen, and and I what, and it's like it's pieces. Like it's not like a full thought, and he jumps to the next thing, like like a pastor, like like her, because they're just like bits that get into your brain. Yeah, right. Like here, hang on, you got to hear it. Sound bites. Yeah. Sound well, bites I hope that, that happens because uh, if that happened, then I'd be, I think I'd have a, <laughs> an even stronger feeling toward running. I'm not a fan of hers. Uh, I think that what she talks about the royal family and the queen. I happen to think I what she talks about the queen and the royal family. I happen to know the queen. As you I know. happen to know the queen. See, he didn't finish his thought about what he, he thinks about. He never finished the thought, but the fir- right and the first thing he said is I don't like her. Right, and then so it- the last thing that's a thought that actually is words together that make sense is I don't like her. Yeah. And then he jumbles. Jumbles. Before he gets to another thought. I'm so glad he is gone. He's, yeah, and and I, I mean, I know he still has some strength, but it's fading. I think it really is. I mean, what's going to be left is these ridiculous, insane people like this guy that went and shot up the, the, the spa. Really? Right, and those are going to be the people that are like, toting his that are like yay they're all yo yo yay yay trump yeah well <laughs> i think there's the thing though like when you just said about um um 
Martha, no, uh, Maria. Yep. It, is that if she's a to a Trump toter and platforms that he's provided, what you start to realize, and it's happened, is that so many people that have been professional and successful and gotten by by just keeping that fucking ugly racist bullshit in their soul that they have. And the second he gave them an opportunity to start spewing that hatred, boom, yep, they're doing it. And that's what I think also, like even when we started, like what we were talking about, like the, uh, the number of people, like it just keeps coming out and coming out and coming out because it's so fucking alive. Right. And then they've just been given a platform for it now. It's scary. It is. It is definitely scary. And I, you know, just even if you turn it's the news scary. off, like I've done, and I'm, I've been again very good about keeping the news off, and I like it. But you, you still get bits of stuff like that. And you know, how can you get away from someone shooting up three spas and killing eight people? You, you can't get away from you that. You can't. So it's disgusting. Just unfortunate. Um, so I, let's talk about. There are little things that I'd like to. Say. So another new little thing. You know, as I. And everyone in the world ages. You, you, you're not there yet, but you might be starting well, with co- your supple, white, lovely, baby-like fucking skin. You fucking asshole. I was going to say I'm going to be <laughs> getting lasered till the day I fucking die. <laughs> I, I have talked more recently about how good you look, and that if I don't start getting work done, I'm never going to be able to even. <laughs> Only look a few years older than you rather than right. the number of years older than you that I actually am. <laughs> but I started to laugh because literally, and I'm saying, and I'll say this like in the last 10 days, my life has become reading readers. glasses. I don't walk out without them now. The amount of menus, because I have to QR code menus yep. and I have to expand them. Yep. And just reading, I've started reading in bed. So I was like, you know what, Rob? Suck it. Grow the fuck up. Accept your age and put on some readers. They have changed. I am now going to become that person. I'm like, I need a pair at every turn of my life, in every pocket, every purse. I'm going to go to every goddamn store and buy them at the dollar store. Yeah. <laughs> He, I wish he would wear him. I wish he would wear him. He just won't it's, do it. He it throws a. It's temper, changing my life. He throws a temper tantrum. He just will not do it. He just does. It happened so about a month ago. I noticed that reading text or tweets, whatever it was, it was starting to blur. Right. It was just blurring, and I the literally a week and a half ago, I was like, I wonder if I read my phone with these fucking glasses. I was like, Oh look. So much better. That's it. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's another side of OLD old. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely notice it sometimes too with my uh, contact prescription that it's you know different. I mean, your vision starts to change, but I'm resisting with everything in my being. <laughs> I I just am like, okay, that's fine, whatever. Right. My um, labias get longer and my eyes get worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I think you just gave me a new drop. 
I think that's going to be, there you go. You wanted a new drop. I, I just realized that. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone, stay tuned for my labias get longer. And what is it going to be? My eyes get. My eyes get worse. <laughs> oh, there you go. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. First order of business when I push stop recording is to go isolate that. <laughs> That's not what I was... Something needs to make me sound young and vibrant. <laughs> right. Fuck. Your labia is getting longer is not young and vibrant. No. Oh, my God. Talking about labias, how about all those queens in the U.S.? Let's move on over to UK. Oh. I mean, the drag race U.S. Well, I mean... I've got, like, the thing that, like, I... Oops. It's going to play our little theme song for RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, right now, we could watch the UK finale. I know. I almost opened up Twitter today, I, and I'm like, oh, my God, don't. I think I already know who won because I fucking scrolled through Instagram, and these fucking assholes have to Please post it. Please do not it. tell me. I don't know Please if it's do right or not. Me. I don't know if it's right or not. I, I just... You see people posting. It's like... Why can't you give everyone at least a fucking day? Although our rule that we have talked about is you have to watch the finale on the night of the finale. But I really want to watch it with Rob. So I want to wait for tomorrow night to watch it with him. So I'm going to try to wait. that's fair. And if I see it, I see it. But it just fucking pisses me off. People can't just fucking keep their goddamn mouths shut because they think they're the first person going to tell everyone on social media. You idiot. It's ridiculous. So dumb. I mean, you people are dumb. It's dumb. Call us so I, I can was... tell you how dumb you are. I did. I wanted to tell you this when I think it's funny because you're going to just be like, you're reaching. So as I was watching the end of UK and they saved Ellie so that there's a final four. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. He, Rue is totally, it's March, which is March Madness. Which is basketball, and it ends up as the Final Four tournament. Oh, Do you? Th- <laughs> you are reaching. Like, well, but drag is a sport. <laughs> you are reaching. <laughs> I know, but I thought you would think. But that's, that's it funny. is because it is kind of funny. It is funny. I mean, leave it to me to put Final Four with fucking drag. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, uh, Miss Adams working this the drag pageant that uh, we are some somewhat a part of. We used to be a, a part of it. Um, Heavily, but not so much anymore because we don't really live in D.C. I kind of do. But they're having like a March Madness type game. Everyone can should go follow the DuPont Social Club on Instagram, and you can go play and be a part of the March Madness that they're having. A little promotion, a little fun game that everyone can be a part of in March to help promote the show that's going to happen in October, which is what I was saying to Scott a while ago. I don't really know what the show was going to look like. In October, but um, you know, go follow Dupont. I believe it's Dupont Social Club, right on Instagram, and uh, buy a ticket to the show because they need help. You know, after COVID, our sisters, our local queens at the Miss Adams Morgan pageant need need your need your um, support. Support. Thank you. Yes, and uh, so you know, excited because as soon as I'm done here, I'm gonna like. Yeah, I'm going to go get my fucking Drag Race UK on and I'm excited to see that finale. So you're going to go watch it. Um, you're going to go watch it tonight. Oh yeah, I I watch it like every Thursday no matter what. I have unless there's been something happening that I couldn't I'll, I will of course you know I'll never spoil or alert you. No, 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 I know. Um but it was funny. I opened up Twitter 
literally a couple hours ago and I saw something I saw UK and I was like, I closed that shit right. immediately. I'm like, nope, I'm not. I can't even scroll because this because that's what happened when I saw that um, Ohora won that design challenge. I was like, God damn it! And then I was like, you know what? I can't watch. I I can't look at Twitter on Thursdays. But I will say, glad to see that Lawrence Cheney is back on um, on Twitter. Yes, so that was good. That's good. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. But U.S., so... Um, well, wait, just a second. I wanted to ask you, so who, oh, sorry. whose team, you know, they post the things about wh- whose team are you on, Bimini, Ellie, Lawrence, or Tace, and I purposefully say those names in alphabetical order so as not to influence your vote by, say, by choosing Bimini first. Those are alphabetical order. Who, whose team are you on? We're down to the bottom four, the final four, am, the March I Madness. Going- who the do? Yeah, who are you? Whose team are you on? I, I think I know who I'm on. It's really tight race. I will be really happy for either Bimini or Lawrence, right? Because it's going to be one of those. They're both they're both creative and funny and amazing in their own way, and I think that's what I love about it too. Is that they're both they're so uniquely themselves. They are and. I really appreciate that, and they are uniquely different and uniquely successful. Um, so, and I love them both. I love them both for different reasons. Yep. So it's hard to say. I'm not like really strong because there's definitely been times when I'm super strong team. Oh yeah. Another one queen. Oh yeah. This is really down the line. It is. It really is. So I'll be really happy with either of them, and knowing that whichever queen wins. The other will still be very successful in their drag world. Absolutely. And I, that makes me happy. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree with you anymore. Uh, but if you made me pick, which I, I mean, this is hard because of exactly the reasons that you just said. But, I, you know. I, I think I know who you're going to pick. Yeah. It's, I think it's Bimini for me. I knew it would be. I just love her. I think that she's uh, just. She is lovable. I love Lawrence. I fucking love Lawrence. But Bimini, Can there's I... something about Bimini's, like, smart. Well, no, she's smart. Like, there's something really, like, sophisticated that it's just to another level. Now, Lawrence is too, but again, there's just something super there's... sophisticated and polished about Bimini's, like, approach and how she I think she there's also a thinks. maturity. Yeah, there's definitely like saying there's a sophistication. There's a maturity of keeping drag fun and campy, but not getting bogged down in the dumb fucking drama. Yeah. And I think that the pressure and some of the drama, whether produced or not produced, they really brought out in Lawrence the last couple episodes. Yeah. And I think that hurt him a little bit, maybe as a viewer. Yeah. Um, because, that's part of what, but you're right. Like from the beginning, we talked about that Bimini has this underlying intelligence just, or just this knowledge yeah. kind of about life and how things work. And so, I mean, I totally get that. I get it. Yeah. She's, she's fantastic, she but really I really is. think that they're both going to be really successful in the, you know, in their drag, in their drag career, which I think is great. Yeah, I mean, Tayson and Ellie are just really filler. 
for for the for, for the flush for Lawrence and Bimini to go head to head. I mean, really, come on. <laughs> right. Let's be honest. I mean, they're. Yeah. I mean, I think Ahura should be there before Tace. I just don't like Tace. Agreed. I don't like I, Tace. I just sorry. I just don't like her. Yeah. Um, I I don't I don't know. I just it's it's kind of interesting to me, and I think that I mean I don't know. I I I agree. I don't think there was a reason to keep four. Right. I don't know, you know, Rue does what Rue does, and that's fine. Um, of course, you know, once you've watched Drag Race as long as we have, you have opinions about what the fuck Rue is doing. Of course. <laughs> but, you know, but that's but that's the fun of it. Right. Um, you know. So what about U.S.? I thought this was fucking awesome. This challenge where they had to make each other up as each other, and not just visually, but they had to personify each other as teammates and I I think I liked this the best this was the best episode of this season to me. I agree and I'm telling you I will take this over the uh you know, makeup of your mother or your sister yes. any day. Absolutely. This was fantastic. It was great. I loved it start to finish. It was great. Definitely Utica and Simone. Oh my God. Uh Amazing. They both, like, how beautiful was it that they both found this different sort of uh, confidence in a different way to be a drag queen and, like, just personify themselves a little bit differently because they felt something different doing someone else's drag. Well, they could not be. I just thought it was lovely. They could not be any different from each other. I mean, forget about the fact that one is black and one is white. And, and And to Utica's point, you know, she was very conscious about not trying to appropriate, and she did not want to offend people, and I appreciate that. And I fucking love how Simone worked with her and talked to her and helped her. It was absolutely beautiful. beautiful. And I mean, I'm, I'm getting chills right now just thinking about it. It was just moving. It was incredible. It was incredible, the display of it artistry. Might have been... Might have been was it wasn't the judge Lonnie Love was it Lonnie yes, again? Yep. So she had even said, which I thought was lovely, uh, that they brought up that whether you're black or white, it's about the personality right. and personifying the the being and the you know the human in it. And it has nothing to do with the color, which I thought was really great too because Utica this is the second time because she did it the first time when she did. Bob Ross and didn't do an afro. Right. Because she thought it was inappropriate, yeah. even though it was a white man with an afro. Right. And that white men also have afros. But so she felt, so you can tell that there's something very deep in her and her upbringing and everything about her that, and she's trying to do the right thing. I love her. And I mean, she's, oh my God, beyond. I mean, she is wacky and weird as fuck, but I, I love, it. love it. I fucking so, love the weirdos. And I loved after all of the different, like as Utica was putting Simone in her different drag costumes, yeah. and that that's the oh. one that she chose. Oh my god! I, I it was I blew my incredible head off. I mean, I was just sh- my jaw was on the ground, and the way and both of them, the way Simone moved, and it just the message of her with the muscle underneath the skin. Just if you don't know what we're talking about, you guys have got a. If you're not RuPaul's Drag Race fans, then you probably are skipping this section, which is fine. But if you are, 
you know what we're talking about. It was just incredible. I mean, really, really smart and thought out and, and meaningful and genuine. It was awesome. Awesome. And I really loved just the whole challenge that each one of them had to embody the drag queen that they were not only being painted as, but then they had to go embody that drag queen and not easy. I really no. watched where I thought that like, you know, Tina Burner and Rose might've had the easiest, but not at all. Just like the movements and yeah. how they walk and how they do their little thing. It was really, really interesting. And then again, of course, Candy Muse who had to just speak, out the fuck off that it was the most difficult well you know what for her and got mick I, I i was gonna talk about this to you i thought they did a fantastic job too and you know what for the first time ever i'm like you know i can't really disagree with candy i i actually appreciated what she was saying although her approach to it is completely wrong the way she just like spouts off like you said pops off and just it's like she's so nasty and just just vile and in your face because that's how she gets attention right which that's the part about her i just can't stand but she is right they did have the most difficult challenge and they killed it they killed it killed it killed it yeah amazing absolutely simone and utica killed it more one but they did a great 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 job i have to give props even though i don't like candy muse i will give her props she Killed it, and so did Godmick. I love Godmick, so that's a given. Yeah, but I do. I give Candy did. props. She did a great job. Um, I do want to say that for whatever reason, Rue sent the wrong queen home. Denali should not have gone home. Oh, I completely agree. Olivia Lux lost. Yep. that fucking challenge. Yes, Olivia Lux, and she did not lip sync. Her fucking ass off no. to stay. Un- I watched that and I was like, that is, and I might disagree with Rue now and then, but whatever. But I'm telling you, that was a for sure loss for Olivia. That was not fair. Right. I don't know what his reasoning was there, but the challenge was to make over. And then he kept Denali. And when clearly Denali was the only one that was not put together as Olivia. Right. I think he fucked up. Yeah. Well, she sent her home from, like, Denali said it, that she got sent home for mistakes that were not her own fault. Hers. No, but they weren't her fault. So I thought that did kind of suck. And I don't really love Denali, but again, I don't agree with that elimination at all. Yeah, I don't love her, but I think that the wrong queen went home, and I don't know what the reasoning was for that. Yeah, but I don't either. And especially when... The amount of times through all the seasons, whenever there's a group challenge or a duo challenge, the person that's up for the major person up for elimination is someone who was, oh, you were the choreo, the choreo, sorry, the choreographer for the team, (laughs) or you had to write the script or you were the main person. Right. Like that's usually the person that's really up for elimination because they fucked up. Correct. So I thought that was really, it was a, I don't, I don't get it. So, well, long call, Rue. Yep. Well, Heidi, another show is in the bag here at WGRL. And I hate to say, but the show must come to a close. I've got pages and pages and pages of fun things to talk to you about. Oh, I love fun things. Um, but there's always next time. There's always next time. Happy, there is. Oh, I forgot to tell you, happy St. Patrick's Day. 
yesterday, a little day late. We usually record on Wednesday, but we didn't. Are you Irish? I'm I am. Irish. I am Irish. Oh, good. Yes. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. I am not Irish at all. Top of the morning <laughs> to you. Me and Daddy were. Is that what you told Rob? Top of the you? morning to you. <laughs> Me and Daddy were talking to each other like that one day for like 30 for, uh, minutes. For hours. Yeah, or something. <laughs> and we just could not stop talking like that. And Peaches was pissed. <laughs> oh, no. She was trying to do it too, but Daddy can do a really good Irish accent. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway. Did you say, yeah, I guess I should have told Peaches with that little ginger. What's that? What do you mean? Peaches is a ginger. She's got to have some Irish oh, in her. Oh, yeah, you know she does. If she hasn't, <laughs> yeah. she doesn't have any, any in her, you know she's had some in her. <laughs> but um bum <laughs> All right. Awesome. Until the next time, we'll see you where, honey? See you on the dance floor. <laughs>